Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. I'm Cecilia Early. I'm eight years old. <laughs> I'm from LeClaire, Iowa, and I've got a catchphrase for you. This is the Alien Adventures of Bing Caspian, the perfect show for when you're on the go. All right. Thank you, Cesara. That was a great catchphrase. Thank you so much. Bebop, what did you think about that? You think that one will stick? Yeah, okay, Jonathan, I really liked it, but let me just, just to get more catchphrases out there. How about this one? This was sent in by our pal Constance from Tampa Bay, Florida. Hi, I'm Hamma Ham Hamma Ham. Welcome to the Ham. <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Uh, thanks, Constance. That was I appreciate you sending that in. But my name is not Hamaham Hamaham. In fact, I should say, this is the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. I'm Jonathan Messenger. That was Bebop. And of course, we're trying out new catchphrases to freshen things up this season. Let's see what else we got, Bebop, shall we? Oh, sure. This is from our friend Max in Basel, Switzerland, all the way from Basel, Switzerland. Oh, great. All right, let me hear it. The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, where Bebop rules and Jonathan drools. Hey, <laughs> I haven't drooled since I was like 35 years old. That's not fair. All right, let's see what else we got here. I'm not letting you read anymore. We got one from Alexis, who's 12 in Los Angeles, California. She wrote, these interactive adventures are out of this world. I like that. Thank you very much, Alexis. And we got a brother and sister team from Charleston, South Carolina. Haley wrote in, welcome to the alien adventures of Finn Caspian. It's party time. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Haley. And then Andrew wrote in, Welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, the hut of Jonathan Messenger. The hut? Yeah, that's right. The hut. Man, I wish we had a hut rather than this basement studio. All right, all right, all right. Thank you all so much for all the awesome catchphrase suggestions. Keep them coming in. I may stick with the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. It's party time. I like that one. Uh, but, you know, we're going to keep trying them out, and we'll see. We'll see which one sticks. In the meantime, we need to find out what's happening in the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. If you remember what happened in the last episode, Paige had turned into this being of light and then had started to float away into space. What will the explorers do? Find out in the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian, Season 5, Episode 4, Purple Mountain's Majesty. There had been no time to think, no time to alert his mother, no time to go back and look for Foggy or Meg or any of the robots. There was Paige floating off into space, and Finn barely had any time to zip his spacesuit on, never mind follow the protocols for letting the Marlowe know that they were on the move. We can't just fly off again, said Elias. This is really dangerous. That's me out there, said Paige, some of her still in the oxygen tanks. And that's me, and that's me, and you see that little teeny tiny beautiful light out there fading away as it disappears into the great unknown? That's me too. And before they knew it, they were in the explorer pod. Finn didn't need to hear anything else. 
his sister was spreading herself across the universe, and it was his job to... Well, it was his job to... Do what, exactly? Bottle her up? Collect her like she was a postage stamp? It didn't matter. They had to do it. And so Abigail piloted the Explorer Pod, following the trail of page light across the cosmos. They had tried to hail the Marlowe as they pulled away to tell the adults what had happened, but the grown-ups were still in their meeting, still arguing over what to do, and they were either ignoring the signal or couldn't hear it. This is so nuts, said Finn. Paige, are you okay? I'm okay, but I do feel a little weak, kind of tired. That's probably because half of you is in outer space, said Vale. You're missing half of your energy. Abigail glared at Vale. What? It's true, said Vale. Oh, man. What if we figure out how to make Paige a person again, but, like, we don't collect all of the light? Does that mean she'll have, like, half a foot? What? said Paige. Vale, shouted Finn. I don't think you're helping. It's okay, said Paige. In my new form, I am enlightened. And I am completely chill. Oh, good, said Vale. Then you won't mind me telling you that it looks like a bit of your light is headed for a star right now. No, yelled Paige. That could be my half a foot. Pedal to the metal, Abigail. But Vale was just joking. Even though the light was spreading out, it was still sticking together somewhat, a cloud form moving through space. The pod followed it through the nearest galaxy, the explorers watching as colorful planets passed them by. Do you think we'll get to visit that one? said Elias, pointing out the window at the planet Captain Caspian had said resembled Earth. But no one responded. It didn't matter right now. All that mattered was that they track Paige's essence and get her back. After bypassing an entire galaxy, it appeared that Paige had a destination. The light ahead began to hover above the atmosphere of a purple planet, changing colors to match as it did so. Abigail piloted the Explorer pod down to the bubble of the planet's atmosphere and put the pod into orbit. Am I there? Am I all there? It feels like I am, said Paige. I feel really strong. Let me out, Elias. The explorers all looked at each other. There was no way they were going to let Paige out. Without saying anything, Abigail pointed at Finn, as if to say it was his job to tell Paige she was staying in the tanks. Finn shook his head and pointed at Elias, and then at the tanks as if to say it was Elias's idea to trap Paige. He should have to tell her. And then... Elias pointed at Vale and then shrugged as if to say, Vale is always saying things that people don't like. Might as well have him do it. And then Vale pointed at no one because he had fallen asleep. Fine, said Finn, kicking Vale's foot to wake him up. Paige, we can't let you out. It's too dangerous. Who knows what will happen? Every bit of you can float away. <laughs> said Paige. It's not fair. You can't just keep me locked up in here because it's easier for you. Actually, Paige, said Elias, please stay chill about this, but the truth is, I don't think we could let you out even if we wanted to. What do you mean, said Paige. 
We scrambled off the Marlowe so quickly. I didn't grab the socket wrench to unlock the canisters. What do you mean? Said Paige. I mean, I don't have the tool necessary to open up the tanks. What do you mean? Said Paige. I mean, I can't unlock the canister. What do you mean? Said Paige. A faint hissing started coming from the tanks. Paige, said Finn. What are you doing? And then a piercing noise filled the pod, like the world's biggest tea kettle had just been dropped in a fire. And light began streaming out of the canisters, shooting out in every direction, in every color. And then, it was over. Paige was out. She had broken free. There, there. she said. That wasn't wasn't so so bad, bad, was it? it? Anyway, Anyway, bye. bye! The light and the colors were suddenly gone from the pod, and the cloud of purple light outside the ship suddenly swelled and then pierced the atmosphere, diving down like a sunbeam. Abigail hit the throttle on the pod and shot down after it, but immediately they could tell it was going to be difficult to find Paige. The air was thick with storm clouds, not thunderstorms exactly, but something like light storms. Beams of light shot and swirled around the clouds, piercing the gloom and the dust and debris kicked up by the winds. Hold on, yelled Abigail as the pod shook through the clouds. They emerged on the other side onto a brightly lit planet, beams of light cascading all around and touched down on the surface where a lush carpet of green grass was awaiting them. Abigail opened the hatch and Finn was the first one out of the pod. The air was cool and the lights were bright as the explorers stood in the shadow of a tall mountain. Paige! yelled Finn. Paige! Paige! Nothing. Finn, said Abigail, we just landed on this planet. We don't know what lives here, might not be that great of an idea to be as loud as possible before we under... The explorers all turned. Rolling toward them was a giant boulder. And running on top of that boulder was what looked like a small purple troll with two horns on its head and a giant smile on its face. The explorers split up, running in different directions. But the boulder didn't change direction. It just kept barreling straight the troll on top of it, laughing as it ran. Every time a beam of light shot out of the sky, the troll ducked or dodged, but remained focused on barreling into them. The pod, yelled Elias. It's trying to crush our pod. Elias was right. The little troll was aiming right for their ship. Finn looked around at all the lights swirling around their heads. He didn't know how to stop the troll, but he got an idea. Abigail, he yelled. Hop into the pod and fly it out of here. Abigail nodded and began running toward the ship, but the troll noticed and finally changed directions, rolling the boulder at Abigail. Abigail turned and ran in the opposite direction, the troll chasing her. Finn used that as an opportunity to dash across and into the pod. He powered it on and turned it toward the troll. Hey! He yelled. Over here! The troll spun around and Finn cranked on the pod's lights. Troll covered its eyes with one arm, and that arm, in the pod's headlights, turned to stone. Ha! yelled Finn. 
How do you like that? It worked! But it was just the arm that turned to stone. The troll began pedaling its feet again, the boulder beneath it starting to roll toward Finn. Uh-oh, said Finn. He tried to focus the beams on the troll, but each time he did, it spun or scooted out of the way. It started to gain momentum, the boulder careening toward the pod, and there was nothing Finn could do. The troll was going to flatten the ship and Finn inside of it into an explorer pancake. <laughs> Finn looked up, and suddenly, a giant lion, sparkling in the gloom, leapt at the troll. The little bad guy yipped in fright and jumped off of the boulder. The lion placed one big paw on the rock, stopping it just inches from the pod. Finn looked up at the lion, not noticing that the troll was now scampering away. All Finn could see was this enormous lion, glittering in the shadow of the mountain and lowering itself as if to pounce. Maybe it had just saved him, so it could eat him. Elias, Abigail, and Vale were all frozen, watching to see what the lion did next. Easy now, Finn said to the lion. Easy now, little kitty. Little kitty, said the lion. Is that how you address me? Finn was shocked to hear the booming voice of the lion. He could feel it vibrate in his chest. I, I, said Finn. <laughs> Laughed the lion. You should see your face right now, Finn. You're all, don't eat me, don't eat me. Do you guys see that? The lion looked around at the other explorers. How do you, how do you know my name? Said Finn. Oh, right. All you smarties don't know who I am. The lion put its paws on the explorer pod and lowered its muzzle down so that its fur was nearly touching Finn's nose. It's me, goofball, said the lion. It's Paige. All right, I am here with my son and editor, Young. Griffin Messenger, say hi to everybody. Griff. Hi, hi. Hello! <laughs> uh, what'd you think of that episode, Griff? Uh, 100% plus infinity percent. 100% plus infinity percent? Yep. <laughs> All right, perfect. So, uh, what do you think is happening with Paige? How many forms does she have? How many forms does she That's a good question. How many forms does she have? She has human form. That's the one we're most familiar with. She has light form, and now she has lion form, assuming... That's actually her. That's actually her. I'm actually thinking it's actually her. Yeah, who, who else would call uh, Finn a goofball, right? Yeah. <laughs> and who else would know his name and everyone else? Right. And so last week, you were asking, what do we call Paige's new form? And we got some ideas in. Uh, one was from Elizabeth, who's 11 from L.A. She sent in four ideas. One was light kinetic, tamer of light, which is pretty good, exploding light, and Paige, the magical light explosion. <laughs> Those are all pretty good. A couple from Davey from Nashville, Tennessee. He sent in LEP, light emitting Paige, which is pretty good. And then globular light form, 
or GIF. G-I-F. <laughs> and then we also got a good one from Nicholas and Sasha Petri, who wrote in to say, I take Latin at school, and my sister and I were talking. We think Paige's new form should be called Lucis Maxima, which is Latin for the great light. What hmm? do you think about that? Hmm. That sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, right? The hmm? great light. Paige <laughs> might... Let that go to her head a little bit, I think. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all of these, all of these, Pedro let them go to. So all of these are really great suggestions. Thanks, everybody, for writing them in. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about? Why did that little troll thing get turned to stone when the lights shined on it? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens next episode. Uh, I have a feeling that's not the last we'll see of that troll. Uh, me too. I have a feeling we'll also see like three or more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I should say that our next episode is actually not going to be a Fincast or is not going to be season five, episode five. It's going to be our Halloween special. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Halloween special. Halloween special. Halloween special. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think it's time for... Jokes! Joke time! So this week we have two Charlies telling two jokes. First up is Charlie from Hemel Hepstead, England. Take it away, Charlie. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ali. Ali who? Ali N. From out of space. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Charlie. And here comes Charlie number two. Um, my name's Charlie, and I'm four years old, and I'm from Pensacola, Florida, and I have a joke for you. What, what is Finn's favorite book? A comic book. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Charlie. All right. And now it is... Okay, many thanks to six-year-old Nicolas from Oakland, California, whose dog is named Fluffy Butt. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much, Nicolas. Neva, who's eight, from Santa Cruz, California. Juliana, who's eight. And Elliot, who's six. And Miles, who is three, from Ottawa in Canada. Ethan from Indiana. Ezra, who is seven, from Worthington, Ohio. Our pal Addie. Enzo, who is six. Thomas from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. Shahan, who is four. Our pal Kate. Emmett, who's seven and a half from Delafield, Wisconsin. Jonah, who's five from Troy, Alabama. Henry, who's eight. And Harper, who is six. And their little brother, Charlie, who is one from Greenfield, Massachusetts. Tim from St. Paul, Minnesota. And Markham from Milton, Massachusetts. Thank you all so much. All right. Thank you so much for all of that amazing art. Thank you so much for all the awesome jokes. Griffin, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? All right, well then, I'll leave it to you to say goodbye. Bye-bye. See ya! <laughs> Whoa! Curveball! <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. All right, thanks again for coming back and having more fun with us this week. Thank you all for your sounds. Thank you all for your jokes. Thank you all for the art that you've been sending. It's all really amazing. If you have more catchphrases, please send them in. 
The Alien Adventures of Fincast is a Gen Z Kids production, written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. Our art is by Sir Ian Dingman, and the music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. If you have any thoughts or questions, feel free to email earth at fincaspian.com. And for more information about the show, go to fincaspian.com or check out the show notes. And for more great shows for your family, go to bestrobotever.com. Thanks. See you next week. Okay, here's a great one. This one is from Tag in Oregon. He wrote, the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Jonathan is pretty good. See, I can be nice. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. Anyway, subscribe to GZM Shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM Shows on YouTube.